Hello everyone and welcome to Tech Tangents. On today's agenda we have four new Microsoft Surface computers plus a new folding phone. You no longer need an iPhone to FaceTime. Our new how-to part on how to use Apple's focus feature. The new Microsoft Surface Duo. We have some Galaxy S22 rumors. Does it have an S Pen slot? And Google Pixel 6 rumors. Find out all that and more on Tech Tangents. Now before I get into the news, I have an uploading schedule. I will be uploading in a podcast episode on either Sundays or Mondays, so check here for whenever it goes up. Now, Microsoft has unveiled four new Surface computers and their new folding phone, the Surface Duo 2, which that flopped last time, so let's see how this goes. Because they literally told people, do not turn on the phone. Just like, leave it off. Only do a hardware review. And then eventually they said, you know, you can finally turn on the phone. That sounds really sketchy, but they just hadn't finished their software yet. Everything was fine. But now they have a second one, and hopefully they got things right. I'm looking at the tech specs, and we still have the two screens. It says, two high-resolution touchscreens light up the new reading, gaming, and entertainment experiences. Open to see any two apps on each screen to easily compare or copy and paste content and enhanced apps automatically span across both screens. Get it done fast with 5G. Apps and websites, photos and Microsoft 360 plus Xbox gaming and every Android app in the Google Play Store. Connect to cloud services, entertainment, gaming and more. No Wi-Fi necessary. Stream favorite movie shows or TV shows, sports and movies in ultra fast 5G. And they have three cameras now in it, they say, a camera built for creativity, dynamic triple lens camera, and instantly capture vibrant, high-quality photos in 4K video, review across two screens with redesigned photo experience, powered by and backed up by OneDrive, and accessible across your devices, edit photos and videos with simple built-in utilities and adjustment features, and the, the displays are pretty much the same except the fact that they're a little bit bigger. The, uh, they are five, one, they're 5.8 inches per screen, but 8.3 inches total, which that's like two inches bigger than the new iPhone 13 Pro Max. I'm honestly not that like surprised by that. It's a folding phone. That's kind of normal and expected. It says it has an ultra-wide, a regular, and a telephoto lens with microphones on top and a 10 TOF sensor, volume and fingerprint reader. It has volume rocker and a fingerprint power button, which is interesting, but go off. We also have Wi-Fi 6, Bluetooth 5.1, NFC, the whole shabam, location with GPS, Galileo, GLONASS, BeiDAO, and QZSS. It has 8 gigs of RAM, and then it goes from 128 to 256 and 512 gigabytes of storage. It comes with all Microsoft stuff, like pre-installed, du- um, Google Duo stuff that's special to it. And then a special your phone companion stuff to link to your Windows computer. It has Chromecast and Miracast support, DisplayPort over USB C, 4K out over USB C, 
Um, and in the box, it's going to come with the Surface Duo, Surface Duo 2, and it's going to be in either a Glacier or Obsidian, this charging cable, the Quick Start Guide, Warranty and Compliance Guide, and the SIM Ejector Tool. So it sounds like it's just your average basic phone, which sounds offensive to say, but it really is kind of basic for folding phones now. This is pretty mid-tier folding phones. I would probably stick to the Galaxy Fold, even though that also flopped and they're still making more. So maybe they're like, just not caring that they sold terribly last time and just going for it again. You never know. It says they have a new Surface Go 3 for business, Surface Pro 8 for business, Pro X for business, and the Laptop Studio for business. They're claiming that's like a whole different new section, which is weird, but okay. The Go 3 is what I'm most interested in. It's one, the least expensive, and two, it's just overall the best for people like me who just like find like they're drawing on this podcast it can process that no problem although unless they've upped the processing power not many people are gonna buy it oh and guess what they didn't nt intel pentium gold or intel core i3 processor with up to eight gigabytes of ram that's what phones have like seriously Phones are better. Just get a phone. Like, can't we get the Surface 2? It's more. <laughs> Surface 2 is probably like the same amount of power for. I have to do math. Three times the price. Like, excuse me, what? <laughs> no, it's already $400. We don't need literally a smaller screen being $1,300. Like, that's too much. You're robbing people, Microsoft. Like, mm-mm. No. Anyways, I need to get off this rant. I'm gonna, be, like, literally scream my head off if I continue. Now, with the whole thing of iPhones... No, you don't need an iPhone to FaceTime and how to use it on an Android phone. Well, here's here's what CNET has to say. I'm quoting them because they would say it so much better than I would. Non-Apple people have reason to celebrate. The days when you needed an iPhone, iPad, or Mac to join a FaceTime call are all but over. In, in a move widely seen as Apple's answer to Zoom video calls, the software giant has made it possible for people who have Android phones and Windows laptops to hop on FaceTime calls. No iPhone required. That isn't to say that Apple devices are cut out of the process, in fact. There's still so much part of the heart of FaceTime system that will rely on the new iOS 15. Now be able to download free. To look and work more like Zoom and Microsoft Teams, in, ad- in addition to being able to video chat people outside Apple's bubble, FaceTime updates include grid view, portrait mode, and the ability to schedule calls, as well as a watch party feature called SharePlay, which share- intent SharePlay is not out yet, so don't try to use it. You'll have to wait till next month. Anyways. How to start a FaceTime call with Android or Windows. 
The key here is the FaceTime app is coming. The key here is not that the FaceTime app is coming to Android and Windows. We're gonna say, what? They're not doing that. You can have to use the link that an Apple device sends you. They're not. You can't just hop on. That's not quite how it works yet. In order to get a FaceTime call, an iPhone user has to hit a little button that says create link, text you the link, or email, or blah blah blah. Then you hop hop on. And it will tell the iPhone user, this person, and you actually you type in your name first, sorry, and then it says maybe your the name you entered likes would like to join the FaceTime call, and the link is always active. For a little bit of context, my mother today, as of recording, September twenty sixth of twenty twenty one, called me from her phone using FaceTime because I happened to be on my iPad at the time. And she opened the link, therefore notifying me like, "Hey, someone wants to join. New kind of need to let them in if they want to be in there." Um, you can share it to Twitter, Calendar, or other apps that support sending a link. And to join, you just click the link, type in the name you want to do, and then you wait for them, the iPhone user, to let you in. And now I'm gonna move on to the next topic. Okay, now we're gonna talk about how to use Focus. Now, it was kind of hard for me to set up originally, but the way I have set it up, I will have a video and I will link it down below somewhere. Just check the description of the podcast episode; you'll find it. So, first, what you do is you're going to go to your control center, however you might do that, and you're gonna push and hold the little button rectangle that says Focus. It should have a moon on it by default. You're going to tap on one of the automatic focus ones, just don't hit do not disturb. That's just under there now because they tried to simplify it. Although I wish it had its own separate thing and because I think do not disturb is like, just like make a sleep one like I did. So I myself have school, sleep, and work. Work, I actually have an entire home screen that you can't get to unless you're in work mode. Um, and it only lets like, my family contact me and my and certain apps that I use for my work. So you're going to go in and it's going to ask if you would like to set it up. You're going to click yes and you're going to continue with the setup. It's very basic and simple. So what you're going to do is it's going to say what do you want to focus on. You choose a random one. I'm going to do gaming for the time's sake. Um, and then... You're going, sorry, it's being slow. I wish it wasn't, but it is. So I'm gonna choose gaining, just to do it. Um, so I'm gonna have to where my friend Izzy and my other friend Lizzie are the only people who can contact me during my focus, but I'm allowed calls from all my contacts and repeated calls will not be silence. I'm gonna let notifications come from Minecraft. That might be it, I still don't wanna really reuse. Oh, and Mario Kart. I'm allow, turn on, and for gaming, it's gonna say, would you like to turn on gaming automatically when it detects a wireless controller or a support of games? I'm gonna say yes. And now I think my, my focus is ready, it says, on everywhere. When you turn on a focus, it's turned on across all your devices. 
So if you have a Mac, it will automatically turn on. And you turn so so you have a Mac, you turn it on on your Mac. Your devices will also do that in case like you're a streamer and you don't want like interruptions from your phone because some streamers have forgotten to put their phone on Do Not Disturb, and they were very annoyed when all of a sudden they got a call. Um, because they forgot to turn it on their other their phone or their iPad or such and such. You can turn the focus on and off from your control center and you can choose which home screen you use. I have multiple home screens that I have, but they're all like turned off so you can't access them until you go to that focus. So if I switch to my school focus, only my school apps are shown. I switch over to my sleep focus, the ones I would want when I'm supposed to be sleeping are there, and my work one, and then gaming I didn't set up a home screen for because I'm going to probably delete it, because I don't think I want to ever use that. But that is how you use focus. Okay, now with the S22, the S21 may have like just come out like not even too long ago. But people are already making rumors in the S22. According to CNET, we may still have a few more months until Samsung's new flagship, the S22, makes an appearance. But since we have some time until the phone's expected debut, the rumor mill continues to turn. The latest gossip comes from Galaxy S22 Ultra renders shared by Digit and Tipster at OnLeaks. Now, it shows that they might even have a P-shaped... camera bump, which I think would be interesting for design, although this render image, it doesn't look that good. Like, Samsung phones are supposed to look good, but they don't. Like, this one just doesn't. I don't understand it. Anyways, the... It shows that, although I am interested in the S Pen slot, it looks really good, and this flat top and bottom is intriguing. And it says that the Galaxy S22 could support 65 watt charging. That means I could use my laptop charger to charge it. And it says a Galaxy S22 camera, 200 megapixel resolution, which Samsung, calm down, honey, you're fine. We don't need that many megapixels. Like, too much. We don't need 200 megapixels. We already have eyes. I mean, I'm doing just fine with 12. And 5G makes the exact... Like, it makes sense that we would have that. It makes sense that, like... It would have a better camera. We don't need 200 megapixels. Like, that's way too many. Anyways, yeah, this S22 stuff is kind of dry to this time. I really thought it would have more stuff. Oh, they're saying that it's going to be the same price. Like, it says cost. Galaxy S22 and S21 should have similar price. That makes sense. Even, like, the iPhones, the new ones, way more features but the exact same price as last year's model. Probably probably because they are using better packaging and smaller packaging, although I still miss that 
that charging brick and charger. Apple, give it back. Anyways, it says that they should both be like. It says the South Korean electronics giant slashed the price of its S21 handset by $200 compared to the previous year's flagship, the S20, which I'm very happy about because my mom has an S20 and I feel like she over. Or she would have overpaid if she had bought her phone, like, without doing a trade-in. Like, it was way too much money without a trade-in. She had the 11, but it was like, nope, I don't like this. And she very quickly just took it in, and they, like, pretty gladly um, gave her a really good discount. Now, like I said, the Samsung stuff is very dry, and I don't want to say false things because a lot of these are a little bit too good to be true except for the fact that people are saying that still no charger which makes total sense apple did it everyone's gonna follow the bandwagon okay sorry if the audio quality has suddenly changed my arm got tired so i put down the microphone now google pixel 6 rumors now my little google pixel nerd love like lover part of me is like very happy because it looks really good and they made a brief appearance before they launched the google pixel 5a which i haven't even looked at to be honest like the google pixel 6 totally stole the 5a's like better performance there's pretty much no point in announcing it like no one really cared everyone was like oh, pixel 6 and pixel 6 pro must have it now now i'm interested in the new new tensor why is that like why is it spelled that way the new tensor the google pixel sensor called tensor or it's not a tensor it's a processor why is it called a tensor no anyways my, I don't know why they called it that. They shouldn't have. Although, like the way they showed it, go like the Pixel, the tensor, the ten it says the Google Tensor chips unveiling is a prominent part of the, of the first first look at Pixel Six and Pixel Six Pro. No, it was not. Literally, like people are excited about it, but everyone cares about the new design, like a camera bar. They have light bars and in cars, not phones. They don't like get bars in them unless their screen's broken. And then everyone has like a little mini heart attack. So it says the Pixel Six and Pixel Six Pro um, confirm specs. So I'm gonna start off with Pixel Six. Six point four inch display, FHD with a ninety hertz refresh light, refresh rate, fifteen megapixel wide camera, and a twelve megapixel ultra wide, a front an eight megapixel front camera. That's the cameras are still rumored, and the battery it says it's gonna have 4,614 milliamp hours, which is also still really like largely rumored. The processor on both the phones is the Tensor, it has the regular ones that have 8 gigabytes of RAM at two asterisks, meaning still rumored and same on the RAM or storage. It says it might have 128 and 256. And, but they're both gonna run Android 12. Now the Pixel 6 Pro is gonna have a 6.7 inch screen, QHD plus with 120 hertz re refresh rate on the display. The cameras are gonna be the same except they're adding a 48 megapixel telephoto. 
The front camera is going to have 12 megapixels, maybe. Same with the camera, cameras, the maybe. 5,000 milliamp hour battery, maybe. Tensor chip, 12 gigabytes of RAM, maybe. 128, 256, and 512 gigabytes, maybe. And then it's going to run Android 12. Again, not much meat in here. They're just saying that that's the rumored stuff. It's supposed to be like, they're going to run it against the iPhone 13 and the, and the Samsung S22. And they're going to, like, whichever iPhone it is, which is the 13, on uh, the OnePlus. And it says, but they love the Galaxy Buds A series, which I'm actually going to add that little part in here. You're welcome. I want the A series for myself. Like, I think they look good. They have a lower price and has the same design. Um, it says they just weigh a little bit less. Um, Hands-free assistant, good sound for the price, good call quality. The charging case is small and they're sweat resistant slash 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 splash proof. But they don't like that. It's, there's no swipe controls for volume up and down, no real feature upgrades, and it has average battery life, which is fine for me because like mine are in my case um, like all the time. Unless I'm on FaceTime or like watching like a movie or something on my iPad, because I do sometimes watch movies on it. Um, although it looks like it's a cheap plasticky feel on the Pixel Buds 2, or on the on the Pixel Buds A series, and then extra sensor and then charging pins on the. On Pixel Buds 2 and the Pixel Buds A have only two charging pins and one less sensor, which I think that sensor is the in ear detection, which, like, it's nice and all, but <laughs> not many people care half the time. And it's really annoying when you're sharing with a friend and they just take it out because they don't want to listen to it anymore. And, like, it pauses your music and you're just like, the back in your now before I murder you. That's what it feels like whenever they just pause your music. Like I don't have AirPods or anything that does that, but like I was listening to music in my fr of my friend's AirPods, and they took their headphone out because they had to talk to the teacher for a second. And I'm just like, why didn't you tell me ahead of time that you were going to pause it? Because now I have to push play and it's pausing my music, therefore ruining the music experience, and nothing will ever be the same again, I'm going to now start dying inside, and, ah, that's just, that's what it feels like, and it's just not a pleasant experience sometimes, and that's also a very short article, like, and people are, and then I, like, I literally just scroll down a little bit, and it says, like, best noise, noise canceling, true wireless earbuds for 2021. With the Sony WF-1000XM4 still being as good as it gets um, for everything, then the Bose Quiet Comfort earbuds being top-notch noise canceling, best design noise canceling earbuds goes to Apple AirPods Pro, the be better fitting Samsung Galaxy Buds 2, and Pure Premium is the Bang & Olufsen BioPlay EQ. Well, that is all I have for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to have to get this all uploaded now, which is not going to be a fun experience. But I hope you're having a good day. I will talk to you all next time.